So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. You know when you have a good friend on the phone, your energy gets a little bit higher than normal. Uh, this young man, I've um, been knowing him since 92, uh, Houstonian, uh, hails from Houston, Texas. But many years ago, I told him to leave Houston and follow his entertainment dreams. Go to go west, young man. Go west, young man. And he went to Los Angeles. He's written on shows like House of Pain, Ricky Smiley Show, Raven's Home, and Meet the Browns. He's currently a writer and producer on the uh, on the new Tia Maori. I work with Tia Maori on Sister Sister and Loretta Devine. I did a play with her in uh, Los Angeles, California. The show is called Family Reunion. It's a comedy series ordered by Netflix. Netflix is buying everybody. Well, Tia and Loretta Devine uh, are set to headline a new multi generational, multi camera comedy series on Netflix. Please welcome to my show, Money Making Conversations, Anthony Hill. <laughs> What's going on, Rush? <laughs> Boy, I tell you, man. Uh, you know, I'm telling you something, Anthony. So proud of you, man. I got to get it out, man. You know, uh, hip hop comedy stop. You just come by the club, and, and... I was an usher, man. I was an usher. I was feeding people for you, buddy. Feeding people, and uh, you know. It, but he just had that genuine enthusiasm, genuine enthusiasm about being uh following his dream so we're just going back there because we got a lot to talk about we had two breaks and uh i just want to take time because a lot of people and you know man i was i was all about there's a lot of talented people in houston let me get that straight right there there's yes. a lot oh, oh, of yeah. talented oh, people yeah. in houston but there's a lot of fear in houston about making that decision to move or making the decision to change jobs it's a lot of, and i look these many years because we look roughly about 25 years it's some people that yeah I said they didn't make that decision. They didn't make that decision to to either go to New York or go to Los Angeles. But you did, young man. You listened to Rashawn McDonald. Why did you listen to me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I think I was too stupid to me to actually know to know any better. <laughs> <laughs> no, you weren't stupid, brother. No, come on, talk to us, man. Talk to us. You know what it was, man? Was I? I always wanted to do something different. Mm-hmm. Not always knowing what that was. Mm-hmm. But I just knew that I wanted to do something different. And, and it, you know, when I was a kid, I would always play by myself in my room. I would have these little army men and my sister's doll. Mm-hmm. And what would happen was that there was one 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 guy being picked on by all the other guys. Right. And right. then and then, and then he would fall off the bed, which was the uh, mountain. Then and he would come back big at my sister's crazy doll and just beat him up. <laughs> then just beat him up. You know, that was my story. 
all the time. You know, and what's funny is that I'm doing the same thing now and just getting paid for it. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, I've always liked listening to 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 stories. Right. You know, um, what a lot of folks don't know is that is that now this young brother from South Park is a bear. You know, is a Manilow fan. Mm-hmm. You know? Barry Manilow, that's me too. You Barry know, Manilow Barry Manilow fans. live. We just listen to it. Right, exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> fifth Ward. Let me tell you Now, South Park is like Fifth Ward. It's a very, it's, yeah. it's a black community. All right. So you had, I'm in Fifth Ward, a little bit older than him. I'm listening to Barry Manilow live. He in South Park. He listened to Barry Manilow live. That, 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 yeah. that wasn't supposed to work. <laughs> what's wasn't happening at all, man. You know, so the only of my close friends know that about me. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody asked me once. Why are you a Manilow fan? And so I had to think about it because I, I never really you know thought of me. I thought about why, and then I realized that I'm a Manilow fan because his songs tell stories, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I've always liked stories. I've always liked beginning, middle, end. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was a kid in in school who enjoyed the essay portion of the uh, test. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I could fake that because I know right. how to do a, a sort of like topic sentence, prove it, and then end it. That's all a paragraph is. So, so I learned that early. Right. You know, right. And so, so when it comes to, to like writing the scripts, it's the same, same thing. Been getting middle end. You now, know, and now, it's just something that... Now, the cool thing about you is that, like, I, I, I really want to uh, always commend him because there are different ways to make it in Hollywood. You know, you can go up there, you, you know, nepotism, cronyism... Oh, cronyism, and uh, you can, uh, you know, you can know a celebrity. Like, I knew a lot of celebrities. I got a lot of right. jobs through celebrities. Or oh, you can... Captain, cou- Captain Couchism. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's costing a lot of money these days. That's costing a lot of money right, these days. Exactly. But you, I'm, I'm, I'm in Hollywood, right? And then I, then he come out there, he get a movie right away. I'm going like, how he get a movie? You know? <laughs> he got a movie going to the big screen. Now, Let's talk about that first movie that you got. Just out of the blue, you got a movie. That's in the major theaters, out of the blue. I'm not that saying thing I was... wasn't easy. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that thing was not easy. You know, but it happened to be. I mean, see, I don't see. I don't believe in luck. Mm-hmm. So I do believe in blessings. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that I was just placed in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, things didn't even work out great, you know, for me. But I got it done. Right. You know, so it was so it was a pastor who whose name I won't so I you know I um, I won't name, but but now he had a project because he had a friend working on the parent parenthood you know right. um, um you know and he asked me if I wanted to write something mm-hmm. again for like you know, for like for like ten grand uh sure <laughs> 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 you know because I didn't know. What this was so, so exactly, but I knew that I needed to go forward. Right, right, right. You know, and if I have any talent, I tell all of my friends my 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 biggest talent is knowing not is like not knowing how to stop. Right, and right. to keep going going forward. Right, you know that's true about you. That's very true about you. And I'll always yeah, like that so about we, you. I always like that about you because of the fact that and it was fearless. You know, you was always inquiring. You was always next step conversation you know you know it was never i never had the same conversation with you every day the next no, day no. and that was always you was you know that frustrates me about life mm-hmm. when, when people want to have the same you know conversation and and then and then you know nothing changes 
And that's why I liked yeah, about it you because it's frustrating. Because a lot of people don't understand as a stand-up comic, which I was at the time, stand-up comic, and a lot of people that we're talking about who did make the transition to Los Angeles stand-up comics. So you have an advantage over a writer. A writer, you know, you gotta yeah. go out there and still hustle your your you gotta write scripts, there's no guarantees. But as a stand-up, you can get gigs. You can get gigs on the road, so you can make right, money. Yeah. Unlike an actor, you can actually make money. And so so when he went out there to go to LA, you know, I you know, I tell a lot of people. A lot, if anybody's familiar with this show and listen to the show over the couple of, the couple of years I've had this show, or the year and a half I had this show, you've heard a lot of people come on the show talk about the experiences they I've shared with them about advice I've given them about just do it and that just do it and then you listen to me. That's really yeah. that's really what I'm so proud of the fact that you listened and it was driven not by any guarantees. No, I mean, well, you know, it all made make sense to me. And, you know, you know, you mentioned that, you know, the word, you know, fearless. Mm-hmm. And that, that wasn't the case. I was very fearful. <laughs> okay. I was very fearful, but I didn't let it stop me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I watched a movie once, and there was and, and, and so, an older guy talking to his grandson. And he asked his grandson, do you think that Superman is brave? Mm-hmm. And the kid said, of course. So, you know, so of course, you know, so Superman is, so is, is the bravest. He said, no, he, he's not brave. He is, he is, he is indestructible. Mm-hmm. But if you're indestructible, you don't have to be brave. <laughs> you, know, right, you, know, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> though, though, those of us who can't, can't get hurt or killed and do it anyway, mm-hmm. those are the brave ones. Mm-hmm. Because change is tough. Mm-hmm. And, and so I didn't even know why I was doing it, but I just thought, but I just knew that I was, you know, I, just, I always had the, I was always drawn to to just to do more because because like when I was in Houston, and then before we actually met, you know, me and so me and, um, and my boys had like regular jobs doing 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 a regular thing, regular cars, blah blah, blah and, and and I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then I started hanging out with you and Steve and blah blah. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. You mean I can I can have a suit made? They do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They could they could measure me. Is it going to fit me perfectly? Because it's mine now. Right. 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 Is that not how I grew up? Right. I'm off the rack. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and just learning that that those things were, you know, what I'm saying possible. And and and, and, and so and and like and like hanging out with different people. That's what I tell a lot of young. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, young guys now. me young people. That it's about who you surround yourself with. That's true. You know, and it's it's tough being in, in in Houston because I wasn't surrounded by people who were doing what you wanted the things to do. That I wanted to actually do absolutely. So you got this you ten thousand dollars. So you got this ten thousand dollars. He's telling you to write. You know, church dude didn't come to me. I was right. on Parenthood at the time. I could have got that ten thousand dollars. So now I'm mad. I'm mad now because I was on. I was writing on Parenthood. You weren't writing nowhere. Somebody just I was a PA. I was PA. I was getting you a sandwich. I was getting you a sandwich. Ten thousand dollars. You said heck yeah, not yeah heck yeah. And um, and the next steps. What are the next steps after that? Well, the next step was the the uh, process, and then I learned that I wasn't a writer; I was a rewriter. <laughs> <laughs> right, punch <laughs> up going through drafts mm-hmm. over and over again, you know. And once, and just not knowing the business of 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 show, mm-hmm. you know. So I got it done, and you know, at that point, he wanted to take it. 
without giving me their money. Okay. Oh, okay. Then I had a problem. Right, right, <laughs> right. right, 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 right. South Park. South Park was popping up now. South Park. Right. Had <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so no, we're not doing that. I mm. wasn't always a writer. Right. <laughs> I was another dude for for a long time. <laughs> Especially when you're expecting ten thousand dollars. Right, because you know I ain't have nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and when you're writing something, you're not doing something else that you want to do. Right. Right. You know, right. so that's why people get uh, you know, get paid because whenever somebody you know wants you to write something, and and, you, and so you say yes, there are a million other things that you want to do that 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 you put off, you know, to the side. Mm -hmm. So so now when I got it done, and he was kind of coming through, we were, so we were getting ready to have to go to that when I to go to court and blah blah. So I just met with him and said, look, man, I got the work done, but this and that, and. Eventually, it worked out. He did some rewrites and everything, and I didn't. So I really wasn't thrilled with it, but I had a movie credit. Absolutely, you weren't thrilled, but Rashawn you know, was Rashawn was stunned. Man, and he beat me to the big screen. Man, that's cool. <laughs> you told me you called me and in your office. Say, hey, I ain't scared of you. I remember you telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you laughed. It's just like you're having right now. You know, but I, but I knew, but I didn't know where it was going, but yeah. I knew something that I just had to actually do. Now I stayed and that was the, the first and the only one. <laughs> I know that's, that's the beauty of success. After that, he was sitcom King on the phone is my man, Anthony Hill. He's from, he hails from Houston, Texas. Uh, very Eight talented, down. very talented writer, born in born, South Park, South Park. Uh, work you've been familiar with his work is a uh, house of pain, Ricky Smiley show, Raven's home. And meet the Browns. Uh, we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about this new series on Netflix called Family Reunion. Anthony Hill, I'm so happy, brother. So proud of you. I'm back. Rashawn McDonald on the phone is a good friend of mine. Um, somebody I'm very proud of. You know, I rarely say I mentor people. Uh, one of these young men I have to say I mentored and uh, shared a lot of great life, 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 life stories with. Uh, we actually watched each other's grow, grow up in this business. Uh, Mine just been a little bit more high profile <laughs> in this business, but uh, he's been a, he's been a star in his own right. He's written on shows like House of Pain, Ricky Smiley, Raven's Home, uh, Meet the Browns. Uh, he's currently a writer and producer, co-executive producer, correct, on the new show. Uh, yes, yes, with a yes. family reunion on Netflix. You know, like see, he's always doing stuff that I've before me. Like he did the movie before me. Now he's on Netflix for me. Sometimes you know, you know, you, you, I, I should have held you back a little bit. Hey, let me get my gig before you come to Hollywood. But, but, well, but first of all, you have two bigger houses than I do, Rashad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Now, be, so, so you are winning that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this new show, Family Reunion, with my girl Tia Mowry, who I, you know, watched grow up. I did uh, two seasons with her on uh, Sister Sister, her sister Tamara. Tamara Maurer is also uh, uh, the host on The Real. Uh, so I, I treated her, I had to take them out to eat. Uh, just really little sisters. They, they changed television because it was the first time two African-American young, young teenagers were on television and gave that slice of life to a lot of teenagers uh, of all uh, ethnicities about uh, how to relate in a relatable lifestyle. So tell us about Family Reunion and how did you get involved? Well, well first of all, I told Tia that you said, you know, hello. And she was so excited when I said your name. Because there are no other Rushans. 
<laughs> you don't need a last name. It's just Rashawn. <laughs> you know exactly who you were when I said it. <laughs> good, good, you know, good. So, but family reunion, man, it was, I was working on Raven's home, and one of the co-executives over at Raven's home got a deal over at Netflix. And I worked with her on the Eve show also. That's the thing about this, uh, this business is when you work with, with someone you work well with, they bring you with them or you, or you bring them with you. Because there have been times that I've hired her, she's hired me, mm-hmm. you know, this and that. And so when she got that deal, you know, I was doing an, another show for Netflix. And they asked her who she wanted as, as a co-EP of the show. And she said me. And mind you, I was already doing another show called Malibu Rescue for Netflix. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Well, who is this guy that y'all both want? You know, want him? Mm-hmm. You know, which felt good for me." And then the idea of working with Tia and you know Loretta and Richard Roundtree is you know mm. I'm saying he's on the show now, and like Tilma Hopkins, they're on the show now, mm. and we're doing a, a, a show that speaks to us mm-hmm. you know family reunion is about an ex-ball player who was from from atlanta right he moved I mean, from like from um, columbus georgia right. mm-hmm. he moves and plays for the seahawks raises his kids in seattle you know and once he once he retires he moves them back to the country pretty much mm-hmm. and his kids are in full culture shock mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and we hired it, and, and, so, and it's an all-black writer staff. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, and the way we build this staff is it's a very diverse room of writers, of, mm-hmm. of black writers. Mm-hmm. Because, because although we're all black, we're all different. Right, right. And we all bring, you know, different perspectives, you know, to the show. We're shooting number six this, uh, this week out of 20. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, um, that Netflix gave, you know, gave us 20 is, 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 is so, is, so, is, so is incredible. And they're so excited of, you know, about the uh, show. And, and, and the audience, the biggest thing we, you know, we hear is it sounds like us. Right, right. So, right. so, so right. you know, because I've been on, on like several shows where, you know, as you know, uh, you know, the majority of you know, the room, even though, though, though it's, so it's a black lead show, mm-hmm. is, 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 is white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Controlling you know, the voice of the yes. show. Controlling the voice of the show. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and that was tough because 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 characters are saying things you knew they wouldn't say, but when you tell them that, they don't believe you because they want to tell their version of black people. Mm-hmm. 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 And I'm not in a position now. It's our version now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's, so like when I say our, it's not just my version. There are there are nine people in, so, um, in that room, nine. Black different voices, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because there's not one character on you know on that show, you know, and all those points are actually valid. Because I, because, because when I'm with my Jewish writers mm-hmm. friends and everything, and there was so a Jewish character, and I'll pick something, and they'll say, "Well, I think he will say this right. based on the fact, the fact that I'm Jewish." Blah blah. Right. Okay, I defer. You know, right. I <laughs> defer. <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> but it is absolutely. <laughs> But then like, when I say it, he goes, well, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? And that's your question? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and that's, that's, that's really, really interesting you say that because of the fact that it, it, the people seem to feel that 
you know, that, that, that it's really interesting. Like hip hop has a culture, but the basic African-American doesn't have a culture in the writer's right. room. Okay. Because, because uh-uh. they will defer to hip hop language. They go, oh, we say it like that. We say it like that. But if you just talk about you doing a sitcom, they they don't feel that there is any particular tone that a that a typical African American family will be or live a lifestyle, and so it really was interesting because uh, how that taking that room happens like that because you absolutely are telling the truth. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and so it gets frustrating, and I realize that I'm going to get be, be frustrated until I have my own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's easy to, to fight from the top. <laughs> you know, and so and so, were you involved in any of the casting of the series? Or? I was involved in in every in every bit in every bit of it. So so every bit of it. So when, was the first time. So hmm? when will it premiere? Um, right now, the tennis date is is um, June. They, I mean, they're talking about a Juneteenth you know, uh, release date, which will be great. That feels smart. <laughs> Family reunion. That's a summer tone. That's that's hitting the right yeah. uh, the right right approach to the whole process. Yeah. Now yep. when, Juneteenth. Now you know a couple of years ago, you know, we was writing. You know, we was talking about your writing career and. Um, and I had some projects that were coming up, and you was you was at a crossroad because there are different levels of writing in 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 um, Hollywood. You know, there's union writing, there's, <laughs> there's 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 writing where you know you got a job, but it doesn't feel like a job. And so, well, that's you, one of the things that that really helped me out a lot because I can finish this one for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone because I have been doing shows like, and this and I'm going to preface this by saying that this is not a knock on anyone. I appreciate anyone's work. You know, but I'm doing work with Byron, Byron Allen, and you know, so Tyler Perry and this and that. And mind you, it was so it me, um, it was fine. But I learned that we that I want to tell different stories than you know they do. Mm-hmm. You know, and I worked with Tyler for three and a half years in it. So um, um, you know, um, in Atlanta, and when I came back here to work, people would, would say, "I don't want to hire." a Tyler Perry writer. Mm-hmm. And that sucked because I had been doing some, some, some work work up there, mm-hmm. but it, but it wasn't recognized here. Mm-hmm. So I worked with Byron Allen and it was kind of the same type thing. Mm-hmm. Cause it was a show that wasn't on, you know, it wasn't a, a, a like network show. Mm-hmm. It was a show that was on and everything. And, you know, again, I mean, the storytelling wasn't what I wanted it to actually be. Mm-hmm. You know, so I go to ATL because this dude is barbecuing, <laughs> right, 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 in his huge backyard, in his huge backyard, and I was frustrated. And so he could tell, tell, tell I was frustrated because I was doing things that I didn't necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, want to do, and I was doing it for the money. Mm-hmm. I was doing it for the money, you know, because I have kids and they enjoy eating every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so what you told me the reason why I'm frustrated is because I'm. Better than the shows I'm doing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was gonna always be frustrated if I kept doing it, and I would always stay in that in that lane mm-hmm. if I didn't stop. Right, right. So, so the next season, I told Byron Allen no, and when I tell you, Rashad, I was so scared I did that. <laughs> <laughs> And for a while, things didn't go right, and I cursed your name. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know, man. If I pick a cow and it was shrinking, mm-hmm. like, you know, black girl hair in the pool, mm-hmm. it was just shrinking. <laughs> <laughs> man. But what happened was I got Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so things got a little bleak first, but I got Disney. And then Disney, expensive from Disney to 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 um to um Netflix. Absolutely. Because I because I knew I couldn't get there from where I was. Right. But it was an easier jump from Disney to net to Absolutely. to to you know a Netflix show. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and let me go even back further because because this happened with us a couple of times when we when I first started working. I had a stage manager who said who suggested that I invite you to the play because I was doing a play in Houston, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, all right, cool, and it was because now you're big time. You had to hit up comedy stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you came out and everything, and I'm behind a curtain watching you in the audience, hoping you would laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when you did, you know, it's so, it's so, so because that validated me. It, Absolutely. So, so everybody knows, knows I was doing mm-hmm. something good because it's hard to make you you uh, you laugh. Well, you know, uh, you know, yeah, that's that's the beauty of our relationship and the beauty of uh, having an honest conversation. Uh, you know, you know, I've been trying to get uh, Anthony on this show for a while because his story is just uh, one that a lot of people should hear. And uh, he should tell it a lot more, by the way. Uh, he's the co-executive producer of the new series uh, Family Reunion, which airs this summer on Netflix. Uh, my man, uh, I love you. You keep winning. And uh, you owe me a meal. You owe me a big meal. OK. Hey, perfect. All right. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you can Keep forever, even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent, such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com/iheart or text iheart to 500 500.